0: Hostility, anger, extreme emotion. Is it good to vent? Or does giving in to the anger put your life at risk? The answer may surprise you. Here's InfoTrack's Taryn McCall with more. Taryn?
1: Thanks, Chris. We've always heard that getting angry isn't good for you, but a recent study from Yale University has found that mental stress may have a direct effect on your heart. Our guest is Rachel Lampert. She's an M.D. and associate professor at Yale University School of Medicine. Tell us about the basics of your study. What were you looking for and what did you find?
0: The concept of anger and strong emotion causing sudden death is something that's familiar anecdotally as you brought up. And what our interest was, was to start to look at some of the mechanisms of that. What is it that anger and emotions are doing to your heart that is actually causing this to happen? So what we did was we identified individuals who were already at some risk for arrhythmia. They were individuals with heart disease, whether heart attacks or an enlarged heart for other reasons, who already had clinical characteristics suggesting that they were at risk for arrhythmia and needed a defibrillator and had received uh, a defibrillator previously. We then brought them into a laboratory setting and we asked patients to tell us about a time when they were angry. And then we interject questions, you know, why did he say that and why is he always doing this, to bring them back into the moment. And as you know, when you talk about being angry, you get angry all over again. This allows us to take a measurement of the heart's electrical system. What we looked at was what would be the effect of anger on a specific electrical measure in the heart that is a measure of the heart's electrical instability. We found that yes, anger does increase the electrical instability of the heart. We followed the patients over the next average of three years to see how they were doing and who actually did go on to have arrhythmias. And what we found was that those in whom anger induced the most electrical instability, we're the most likely to go on and have arrhythmias requiring treatment from the defibrillator. So what this tells us is that yes, anger alters the heart's electrical instability and that this does correlate with likelihood of arrhythmias down the road.
1: Does a heart abnormality have to be in existence for the anger to cause an arrhythmia or can this happen in somebody with a normal heart?
0: Individuals whose hearts are totally normal are not at risk for having these type of arrhythmias that we study, ventricular arrhythmias, life-threatening arrhythmias. When your heart is normal, the heart's electrical system is uniform. It's stable. There is no electrical instability. And these people, except in very, very rare cases, do not have ventricular arrhythmias. What we looked at, though, was people in whom... Their heart had been damaged in some way, whether by a heart attack or whether by another process that caused them to have an enlarged heart, so that the cells are already different from one another and the electrical system is not uniform. And what we found was that if you already have an abnormal heart, anger will increase the heart's electrical instability and make you more prone to have an arrhythmia then.
1: So what sorts of stresses or anger do you believe are the potential triggers? Is it, for example, just a sudden thing like accidentally hitting your thumb with a hammer? Or can it be a collective stress like taking a long time to get to work in traffic?
0: What this study looked at was really what the acute effects of anger were on the heart and identifying people who might be prone to having arrhythmias. But other studies have looked at both those situations. We've looked in the past specifically at triggers of arrhythmia and found that anger and anxiety occurring at that time can cause arrhythmias to happen at that time. Other sorts of data suggest that over time, anger or anxiety or other negative emotions may alter other aspects of the heart function that do make people more prone to arrhythmia. So I think both of those situations may be true. Now that we have a sense of how anger affects the heart's electrical system and how this may cause sudden death, it points to perhaps therapeutic targets that we can identify that will decrease the risk of arrhythmias in patients who might be prone to them. Then it may be that emotional reactivity or how your body reacts to emotions such as anger is something that we can target to decrease the risk.
1: So for someone at risk that might additionally have a problem with arrhythmia if they do aerobic exercise, something that raises the heartbeat... Are there other forms of exercise that will have a better effect on them, say, like yoga or tai chi or other meditative types of exercise?
0: There's lots of ways that people can reduce stress and reduce emotional reactivity in their lives. And we're looking at a standard psychological sort of intervention. But I think there are the modalities that you mentioned, like yoga may be the right thing for some people, too.
1: We're talking with Dr. Rachel Lambert, who is an associate professor at Yale University School of Medicine on stress and heart arrhythmias. Thank you for joining us today on InfoTrack.
0: Thank you very much for your interest in the study. And
1: I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack.
0: And that's it for this edition of InfoTrack. To get more information about our guests and topics, you can find us online at InfoTrackRadio.com. InfoTrack's executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Our Internet services are provided by Payer.com. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll be here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.